Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where we help a beginning player or coach by talking about the fundamentals of basketball bi-weekly on this podcast. Our goal is to help those new to basketball build a strong foundation to advance their skill and knowledge. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. Thank you. Hi, I'm Coach Sadler. Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. I have been a coach for more than 20 years. I have a Master's of Science degree in psychology with a specialization in sports psychology. I am an assistant coach at a university, a USA Basketball Gold licensed coach, as well as a varsity youth basketball coach in the summer. I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to help athletes new to basketball gain skills and knowledge that can impact their ability to contribute to a team in the future. Coaches who are new to the sport can also use the information provided in this podcast to help grow their skills and knowledge. My goal is to share information that is easy to understand, that is relatable and achievable. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Before we get started, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. For those listeners joining us for the first time, before we jump into episode eight, here is a recap of the topics covered in the first seven episodes. In the first episode, we talked about goal setting, the importance of setting a goal, a timeline for completing the goal, and how to accomplish the goal. In the second episode, we talked about visualization and how this mental training technique can be used to help you become a better basketball player, visualize, believe, practice, and perform. In the third episode, we focused on internal and external motivation and how these motivators impact your desire and drive to play basketball. In episode four, we discussed planning your basketball workout because a plan helps you to stay on track and monitor your progress, to make changes when necessary, and puts a process in place for your development. We also talked about the importance of always having fun, even when the work is hard. We reviewed four habits and skills that need to be included in your daily workouts to maximize your opportunity to receive playing time which are conditioning and warming up, ball handling, defense, and rebounding. In episode five, we discussed three keys to mental toughness, which are positive self-talk, being self-confident, and being comfortable and relaxed in your ability to perform the basketball skills you have learned. In episode six, I provided seven tips on how to be a great teammate which are being in top physical condition, to learn, understand, and live up to the expectations of the team, 
Do not be concerned with what another player is doing, good or bad. Play within your capabilities. Respect all of your coaches and teammates. Keep a journal, video, audio, written, or all three. And to catch the basketball, have good hands. Finally, in episode seven, we talked about the importance of communication and how it can be used as a stepping stone to your success. As expressed by Coach K, Duke University men's basketball coach, effective teamwork begins and ends with communication. I also provided a 30-day action plan to help you become an effective communicator on the court. Now, before we get started on episode eight, I want to congratulate Gloria, who laid out a goal for herself. She put in a timeline to complete the goal and how she wanted to accomplish the goal. And right now, Gloria is slam dunking that goal. Way to go, Gloria. Young athletes, goal setting works. Now, at some point in your basketball journey, you are going to face adversity. It could be small or it could be big. And how you deal with it is going to be important to your success, not just on the basketball court, but in life as you continue to mature. Now, whether you know it or not, everyone faces adversity. So please know that you are not the only one. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to overcome adversity. Adversity is seen as difficulties and misfortune. Now, before we dive further into the topic, we are going to use two examples that relate to your basketball journey. In the big picture of life, the examples we use today may not seem important. However, in the context of what this podcast is about and what we try to achieve with it, the examples are relevant to the young athlete. So let's jump in. When you are faced with a difficult situation, ask yourself what you can do to affect that situation. In our college program, we talk with our players all the time about controlling the controllables. For us, this means we want our players to control their attitude, their work ethic, their actions, the things that they can control themselves. You have control over yourself. For example, let's say that you're going to be late to practice. Your parents got off work late or there is traffic or whatever the reason. Now, just a side note, please do not give your parents grief about being late. Coaches know these things happen. Show appreciation for your parents taking you to practice. Things happen that are not in their control. All right, back to you. The first step you want to take, if possible, is to let your coach or teammates know you are running late. The next step you take is extremely important. Let go of being late. Let go of the anxiety and the worry of it. It's happening. You are not able to control it. 
Instead, put on all of your practice gear, including your shoes, your headband, everything. While you are waiting for your parents, stretch and do warm-up exercises that you do in practice. Safely, please. Get in some ball handling if you can. Focus on what your team might be doing. Ball handling, shooting. Put your mind in that space. When you get to the gym, run in, do not walk in. This sends a powerful message to your coach and teammates about your commitment to the team. Because you already are fully dressed, you are ready to hit the floor. You do not have to waste time putting on your shoes and practice gear. Because you have been focusing on what was happening at practice and not being late to practice, your mental focus will be in the correct place because that is what you've been focusing on. You are ready to go. Now, you may need to do a few laps or sprints before you can get on the court. This will depend on what your coach tells you to do. Do not spend any time talking about why you were late. You are there to play basketball, so talk about basketball. Show the coach and your teammates you are ready to go. Bring energy and focus as if you were there from the very start. Believe me, everyone is going to notice what you did when you got to the gym. And your coach is likely to point that out. By your actions, you have successfully controlled a situation that was out of your control and turned this adversity to your advantage. Be resilient. I know this may be a big word for a young athlete. In simplistic terms, it means to bounce back. Now, I am not asking you to ignore or downplay adversity, but I am asking you that you do not let it hold you back. Move forward. In its white paper on understanding resiliency, Psychological associates described resiliency as centering around two main concepts, facing adversity and adapting effectively. What if you injure your right hand and you have to avoid contact for a month? How are you going to handle this adversity? Are you going to stop all of your training and give up on your goals you have set? Or... Are you going to face it and adjust your training to fit your current reality? Let's unpack this obstacle and review steps on how you can overcome it. First, you have to be willing to move forward with a positive mindset and know that you have all the tools to face this challenge. Author, athlete, and motivational speaker Roger Crawford has stated, Being challenged in life is inevitable. Being defeated is optional. And I agree with Mr. Crawford. Step one is accepting that you do not have the use of your right hand, but your left hand is fine. Step two Recognize that although it is not the ideal situation, you have the opportunity to develop and improve your ball handling skills with your left hand 
as well as your left hand layups and your passing skills with your left hand. Step three is continuing to stay in top physical condition so that when you're able to return to the court, you will be in shape. And then step four, accept and appreciate what you have accomplished when you return from your injury. Now you might be asking, coach, how do I complete these steps? Well, for weeks in our journey, we have been talking about action steps and the tools to complete those action steps to help you gain skills and knowledge that can impact your ability to contribute to a team. That does not stop. You need to continue those action steps. Having fun, goal setting, visualization, self-motivation, adjusting your plan, positive self-talk, self-confidence, being a great teammate, and and being an effective communicator. If you are following the guidance in this podcast, you have a framework to help you face this kind of adversity and to keep moving forward. Now a note to coaches. Coaches, if you have a player with an injury, keep them involved by putting that player in charge of a drill. If the player's injury does not allow that player to teach a current drill you are using, add a drill they can teach. There are hundreds of drills to choose from. Please do not give the player a job like keeping stats. You want that player to be active on the court. The player is already sidelined by their injury, so do not add to it. In whatever way you can, have the player on the court at all times. Not just in the huddle, but leading the huddle, coaching a scrimmage. Let the player know that their presence is needed and vital to the success of the team. Injured players will often back away or distance themselves from the team and sometimes fall into depression because their role has changed. As a coach, you need to be aware of this and pull that player in even tighter. Athletes, as we wrap up episode eight, remember you can affect adversity by controlling the controllables. Your attitude, your work ethic, your actions, yourself. And by being resilient, face the adversity and make effective strategies to move forward from it. This podcast provides you with a framework to be successful, but you have to do the work and use your support system to help you. I love the quote by the great Michael Jordan. Obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. I hope this information has been beneficial. Please join me for the next episode of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter.